we are really pushing forward and again, fortunately haven't seen much disruption in our business. And at the same time, we have added a few things into the mix. So my business partner, Jake, dropped a, a special little episode addressing what's going on, talking about the fact that for his show, Disgraceland, True Crime and Music, he felt a little strange telling stories about rock and rollers behaving badly, given what's going on in the world, but that he was doing a few things he wanted to share with his audience from donating to helping shout out any nonprofits or causes that they wanted some help spreading the word on. And at the end of the day, to just continuing to create the entertaining content that is his. This is Crisis Cast 2020 with me, Toby Goodman, a podcast where I get timely wisdom from experts in life and business. These guests will answer my five questions, sharing wisdom and insights to help you and me get through this global shitstorm. Today on Crisis Cast 2020, perhaps the brightest spark I'm lucky to know, Brady Sadler, an author, partner and executive producer at the hugely trendy podcast media company Double Elvis, the team responsible for producing hit podcasts including Disgraceland, Dear Young Rocker, Citizen Critic and 27 Club. Just a few weeks back, because of Brady, I witnessed in real time what happens when Hollywood gets really interested in great podcasts. Brady gives us the lowdown on life in Boston right now and how the pandemic has changed his workflow. I give you the collaboration king and my Mr. Zeitgeist, Brady Sadler. Before we start the show, I have something for you if you identify as pod curious. It's perfect for you if you're an expert, consultant or business owner. Maybe you're wondering if podcasting is worth the effort, especially now, or perhaps you've tried podcasting in the past but have been disappointed with the results. In this free guide, Podstar, I'll share the exact seven steps we use to help publish over 2,000 podcasts each month. To get instant access, go to podcastnetworksolutions.com. Brady Sadler, welcome to Crisis Cast 2020. Thank you. Great to be here. It seems like only yesterday we were not socially isolating and hanging out together. And now you're in Boston, I'm in London, and the world's turned upside down. It has. Tell me so far, what's your experience been pretty much, I guess, since the end of podcast movement, which was mid-Feb. It was just just kind of on our radar, but we weren't really taking it at all seriously and we were hanging out. So what's been your experience since you got back to Boston? It started out for a few weeks, as you said, sort of continuing as as life was going and then went to New York for another podcast conference and had a great weekend, spent some time with some family. And then that uh, Tuesday, I think, is when the NBA shut down and the domino effect started. It became clear that we were heading into uncharted territories on so many levels. And I actually got sick that, that same week and got an email from the conference that said that someone at the conference had tested positive for COVID-19. And uh, it was a nerve wracking couple of days. I, I didn't have, you know, everybody who feels a slightest cold when something like this is going on begins to wonder. And so it, it was definitely anxiety inducing. I didn't 
think that I had all of the symptoms, but then again, the symptoms are a bit uncertain and elusive. So fortunately, I got through that and was able to maintain most and continue to maintain most of the work that I was doing because my company, Double Elvis, is a podcast company. And most of our shows are already created by folks who have their own studios and remote setups. And we're a remote distributed virtual team. So very grateful for that. And beyond just hunkering down, trying to be productive, have had a few fun interviews and conversations like this, which have brought some much needed uh, light into what's an otherwise kind of dark time and uh, have made some time each day to try and get outside a little bit. We live in Boston, as you said, near a park and they haven't shut down that park and we're absolutely not going out and, you know, frolicking around, but we have a dog and it gives us a good excuse to, to go through the park and get some fresh air. So um, even though we're in the city, we get a little bit of nature and that's kind of been, been what I've been doing, trying to carve out a little bit of time for creative writing as well. And, um, and then just trying to stay connected to friends and family. So definitely calling or FaceTiming my parents more than usual as they're home alone together and, uh, just Netflix and chilling more than usual (laughs) for there, but feeling lots of, lots of emotions. And, um, you know, I think like everybody, just the mix of, of uncertainty and sadness about what is happening and the the plight of of so many people and and the the unknowns that we're all facing are definitely there but trying to trying to be optimistic and productive at the same time yeah a a very good and uh a wide-ranging answer thanks man that's <laughs> that's that's very cool and and I'm glad that you can still get out am i right in thinking you live you've got an apartment Yes. So yeah. So you don't have a garden. We're being feeling super grateful that we've got, albeit a small one, a garden because you know the parks are closed and the kids and stuff are kind of going out of their minds. So and every time it's a little bit sunny at the moment, we're like just happy because our house basically doubles in size. You know, and I imagine the same challenges with with dogs if you've got restrictions to um to outside life. As far as the work goes, you've got double Elvis. It's just kind of really ramping up. Um, I felt like I was in the presence of um, a rock and roll band when I was with you a month or so ago, just because you were, you know, having really exciting meetings about about the podcasts and talking TV and all of that stuff. So, what's kind of happened there? Is, is stuff slowed down? Are you did you get in under the wire with stuff? Like, feel free to be as open or as closed about any of these answers, and it will be edited out. So, we are really pushing forward, and again, fortunately, haven't seen much disruption in our business. And at the same time, we have uh, added a few things into the mix. So my business partner, Jake, dropped a a special little episode addressing what's going on, talking about the fact that for his show, Disgraceland, True Crime and Music, he felt a little strange telling stories about rock and rollers behaving badly, given what's going on in the world, but that he was doing a few things he wanted to share with his audience from donating to helping shout out any nonprofits or causes that they wanted some help spreading the word on 
and at the end of the day to just continuing to create the entertaining content that is his main focus as a way hopefully to give people a little bit of healthy distraction and i think that he's he's really done a great job with that and and he kind of doubled down this week with all of the chatter around the tiger king and joe exotic decided to make a special episode in three days about that show for his show for his podcast Disgraceland, and that launched uh this week and it's gaining a lot of uh chatter and people are loving it so you know i think um again trying to be aware of what's going on and 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 not pretend everything is status quo but also doing what what you do best in a way that hopefully is helpful and that's what that's what we're trying to do and then behind the scenes just getting ready for the next shows that we have and hopefully a time when people can gather in person again Jake did a bunch of live events in the past we'd like to do some some more of that kind of thing in the future but it's not a big part of our business model. I will say we have one show that is a travel show in in many ways. And for that, we don't necessarily need to physically do a lot of travel for the production, but the show is meant to inspire travel. And obviously we can't do that right now. And so it feels a little bit uh, off for, for the time. So we are delaying that launch a little bit. And we're unsure about exactly how um, the tone of that will need to be because it'll depend on this summer when the show will launch one way or another, uh, whether there's more widespread travel or whether we're still being very, very cautious and, and not traveling a lot, in which case I think a show like that will be equally, if not even more valuable as an escape, as a virtual way to get out of your house and to take your mind to a different place. So um, just trying to make those type of small adjustments. But at the end of the day, I mean, we make entertaining content and and that's how we serve people. So um, the more of that that we can do, hopefully we can be helpful. And then again, you know, if people, if we can use our platform to spread the word about, about good causes and to connect to our community, we definitely want to do that too. Amen. It's it's great that you've got an audience. You know, Disgraceland's massive. You've also got the Young Rocker, uh, Twenty Seven Club, and uh, Citizen Critic. Uh, they're yeah. the only ones that are live right now, right? Right. Um, and I think I like my feeling around that as as someone who's you know a creative type is that that's exactly the right way to go. It's the right way to go for someone like Jake, who is who is a pretty influential guy these days. Uh, in podcasting to say like I'm aware of this but you know I'm going to continue doing what I do and I think just saying I'm aware of it is enough like it feels like people are going okay well you haven't just ignored it and carried on making your show so that is a, I think that's a smart move and then moving over to continuing as business as usual is the right thing to do especially when we're all thanking our lucky stars that there are such things as entertaining podcasts and netflix and stuff like that to listen to because the least healthy thing to do is to press refresh on whatever your chosen news app is right so i can see and i can already see from the stats that we've got that the entertainment based shows are holding strong and growing 
you know, some other styles of show art. Of course, sports is a is a classic one that's taking a a kicking because you know there's no <laughs> there's no news to report because it's not happening. But but yeah, that's that's really good. And from a kind of human standpoint, I'll, I'll combine these two questions because they seem to always be answered in the same way. What's your feeling about how we're going to get through and, and what the other side looks like after we've hit the peak, if you like, and, and we're on the way back? Like, What do you think humans are, are going to do to navigate this other than listen to all the Double Elvis podcasts? It's a good question. I think that's what everybody's trying to figure out, everybody in business and and everybody just in their normal everyday lives. It certainly puts things in perspective a bit. So I hope that there'll be some carryover for myself in just appreciating as cliche or, or, or sort of cheesy as that might sound like, you know, it's a, it's a wake up call for appreciating the ability to just go hang at a pub with you and and catch up in person or, you know, just drive to see my parents. And I think that that kind of awareness and appreciation for small things will probably carry over. But at the same time, I think, you know, we're habit forming beings and hopefully we get a handle on the virus and there's a vaccine sooner than later. And within a year, most of life is back to normal. And, um, and we can kind of carry on. I, I hope that there are not any, you know, serious long-term effects. I think, you know, we don't need to get into politics, but, um, you know, I hope we take care of people and I hope that there's, um, there's some change, but I just don't, you know, have a friend who is saying, oh, this is going to be this massive societal shift and everything's going to change. And we're finally going to right size the way that, you know, all these very specific views that, that this might impact. And said, so, you know, I, I, I just don't see that. Um, I think there'll be a couple of things uh, that we might change, but, um, but I don't necessarily see that happening. And, um, you know, I, I, I wonder more about, I'm an optimist. So I think, I think in a year we're going to be, we're going to be out of the woods. I hope that there's just not, there's not too much, human suffering to put it bluntly you know to to get there and i hope that people are able to bounce back in their jobs and the economies bounce back and i wonder about that midterm it's really like this summer you know i think we're all resigned to the fact that another month or two we're probably going to be living like this but are we doing it for three or four months you know is it is it really like this for that much longer i don't know and that's the big question mark what do you think Oh, thanks for asking. I, I feel I feel the same way. The conversations that I'm having, you know, I'm just interviewing so many people in sh- such a short space of time. And as I said to you before we started, I'm really um, I'm really a rookie at interviewing, but I'm I'm discovering these themes. And and one of the themes that's coming through is people are not really interested in talking about politics. Like everyone's got their own politics. Um, they've all got their opinions about the leaders uh, who are in the. Um, boss chair in whatever country they may be in. And obviously I'm talking with people here in the US, um, in Israel, in Bulgaria, like some really interesting people. And obviously their take on what's going on through the news channels and through the leadership and whoever's in government is slightly different. But what I'm seeing is the theme is like, they'll do what they do, but it's time for the leaders to lead in, in their own way. And we're seeing the decent CEOs making choices ahead of government legislation and ahead of government rules 
we're seeing people um, just take steps to lead. And I'm talking to you on a day where the Prime Minister of the UK is in intensive care in a hospital. Like he's he's stepped down and he's the most kind of, um, uh, what's the word? Ambitious, uh, strong-willed kind of character um, that, that you could wish to come across and again not not getting into his politics you know this is a guy who who is uh, uh, clearly a force to be reckoned with whether you like what he's doing or not and i'm certainly certainly split on a number of issues but he's now in the hands of of the intensive care people right and so it's leveled a ton of people it obviously got to um justin trudeau in canada as well um in, in a small way and so we're seeing other people who aren't necessarily in, in government stepping up and leading and making decisions. Many of them are kind of admirable and good ones, right, for the safety of their employees and, and for their customers. So, yes, I, I, think, I think it's okay. I think there's going to be stuff that changes forever. And I think, um, well, in, in other ways, we'll be back to normal. I suppose my personal question as I'm talking to you and looking at you is like, am I going to be seeing you in Texas in August or is that going to be a little bit too soon? Like that's, that's kind of my next big trip was August. And I don't know if it still will be, but you know, there's nothing we can do about it. Right. Right. So yeah, that's what I'm learning. So if, if people are only listening to one episode and it's you because they know you and stuff, that's what I'm learning in terms of, I, I think we kind of covered the, the fact that you guys were all pretty remote and creative and you're still working in your own spaces. So, so nothing's really changed. And you, unlike a lot of people I speak with, you're not coaching people at the moment. Um, you, you've got your own projects in terms of personally kind of getting through, you spoke about creative writing and, and maybe watching more Netflix than you might do. Is there anything else or, or can you expand on, what that looks like, what you're enjoying, maybe what you intend to read or watch or listen to that you haven't had the chance to to do and now you've got a bit more time. So wh- what does that look like personally for you? Yeah, the, the creative writing is a podcast concept that I came up with the idea for about six weeks ago and had intended to, to start writing maybe this summer. And so I just pushed that up and have carved out a little bit of time to do that. And it's a fictional series that's uh, meant to be set in 2025. And I've never written anything like that. You know, I've written a um, nonfiction book about marketing and I've uh, written concepts for other shows, but this one's a little bit of a stretch and that feels good. So trying to carve out regular time for that and just keep um progressing when when you start writing something new and you know for i think almost everybody shares that feeling that it's not any good at the beginning and Brene brown calls it the the sfd the shitty first draft and uh so getting that down is is the number one goal and the main creative project and then um my parents are the ones who are watching a lot of netflix i'm watching a little bit and uh, I'm enjoying some more documentaries. I watched the Clive Davis documentary. You and I share a love of music. And so 
that's a really good one. Um, seeing how he navigated his career, the amazing artists that he worked with. I really enjoyed that documentary. And then we watched the uh, Dave Chappelle Kennedy Center special, which was a unique format. The Kennedy Center was honoring Dave Chappelle with their Mark Twain Award, which is their their comedic prize. And they used it as a way to tell his career story. And so they they spliced together the speeches and, and people honoring him that night with stories about him coming up, old clips of his comedy, and then him the night before the honors in a very small club in DC where he got his start. So it was really just cool to hear the story, really inspirational and really funny. So that kind of stuff, I think we're starting as this, as this drags out, we're starting to veer towards more uplifting content. And some of the stuff I, I caught my wife saying the other day, like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stop watching X because it's just a little too sad and dark and we need the, all the light we can get right now. I'm definitely experiencing that on the, on the sofa with with my wife after after bedtime you know we're we're perhaps choosing lighter things um don't want to don't want to watch anything with too much murder or or death in right now um and yeah for, and then every once in a while i'm doing you know i'm checking out these live streams from artists that i really like uh the dj d nice live sets have been really cool my friend will daly who's actually going to be hosting that travel show that I was talking about for double Elvis is uh, doing this isolation tour where, where will will he plays shows from his shower at his home and live streams them to raise money on each night for a different venue. And the money goes to the non-salary venue staff who really makes live shows happen. And since he can't be in those actual clubs and those people don't have any means of making money right now. Um, he's doing that to raise money for them. So th- those kind of things are really enjoyable and, and inspiring. So I've been, been taking in a few of those as well. Very, very cool. Yeah. That was, that was kind of where I was, where I was going. Um, speaking, going back to you know what you're saying about your writing in the shitty first draft thing, which, uh, yeah, we've, we've all been there. Um, I I literally cannot remember who told me this, but but there was a either I read it or I heard it. But you know, when you listen to something that you love, like you know, perhaps the or watch something you love, like the Dave Chappelle thing or whatever, remember what you're listening to by the time it's by the time it's come out is someone's last effort. You know, you're not listening to someone's first effort. So that's like the other version, a less eloquent version of uh, of the way Brene Brown distilled it. But yeah, definitely important to. Um, push through it's so valuable that first draft because it's just full of it, it's got the core idea in there somewhere and then it's it's almost like you're you're pruning it right rather than adding most of the time absolutely and it speaks to a bigger theme where you know if, if there's anything that i can relay to people listening that i've found helpful this is a bit from mark silverman who i know you've had on on this podcast as well as uh, another friend of mine, Jay Akunzo, who has uh, his own 
media company and platform, uh, Unthinkable and Marketing Showrunners. But they both kind of led me down this path to just being okay with not being superhuman from a productivity standpoint right now and just picking one thing because it's really easy to get caught up in the idea that we have all this time. In reality, a lot of people have less time because they're juggling things without the structure that they built up for so long. And I'm sure with kids, you would agree with that. And so don't get caught up in the idea that you should be coming out of this. I think Mark said, you know, with like in the best shape you've ever been in, plus that new company started, plus that book you always meant to write and, uh, and caught up on all your Netflix series. Like that's just going to set you up for, for failure. Pick one thing that you want to do and uh, make some time to squeeze it in. Yeah, no, I've made absolutely no bones about the fact that I had a load of amazing stuff right there and I've had to shelve it because it's the right thing to do. Like we've had to shelve stuff, partnership stuff that we were doing and yet I have to, I have to do something and that's why I'm doing this. Like I have to still, in an ethical way, communicate with people uh, establish relationships with people, further establish relationships with people I already know, including staying in touch with people like you, you know, and if that's all, all I can do, then at least I've done something and it's serving as a document uh, as far as I'm concerned. If, 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 if anything else, if my kid asked me in 10 years time, you know, when he's 16, what was that thing that happened when I was six? all about where we can leave the house you know i'll be like oh uh, i'll explain and i'll say listen to these these podcasts that i made because this is how i coped if that's all it is that that this whole thing does i'm okay with it man i love that and i want to recognize you for always being a great connector in the most positive sense and being there for your your friends and colleagues and this is just another way to do that. It's really enjoyable and I'm, I'm excited to hear the rest of the episodes. Thanks, man. I learned a lot from you. Uh, author of Collaboration is King, of course. Thanks, man. And, and so let's leave it with this. So we've spoken about some stuff you're enjoying uh, with Will Daly uh, and, and Dave Chappelle and, and Clive, Clive Davis. Anything local to Boston, anything that you're seeing that's further impressing you, surprising you, inspiring you, like could be anything like i'm just wondering wondering what you're seeing around because people are really experiencing this on a hyper hyper local level right yeah i'm seeing you know local creators just step up and and do what you're doing from a connection standpoint hosting live streams both really structured like classes that people are offering online to just informal virtual hang sessions that people can just join and ask questions and eavesdrops on to a local restaurateur, Jamie Bissonette, who I've gotten to know a little bit, love his restaurants and food and is a, a celebrated international chef, one top chef. And, but he's, you know, like you said, it kind of levels everybody. He's here in Boston. He can't go travel to his, his restaurants in, you know, in the Middle East or in New York he, he's got to be here in Boston, like everybody who's stuck close to their home. And so he's making the best of it. And they're, they're packaging up food for healthcare workers. So there, there's just 
really beautiful stuff to find all around if you if you look a little bit for it and if you temper your media diet i'll admit i'm addicted to checking out some of the news updates every day and get sucked into that a bit but i'm also really mindful that that's happening and i'm limiting it so i think checking your own media diet is great and when i check it here in boston i do look around and and i'm proud of of our city and and all the creators uh in every field that I see doing really cool stuff. It makes me want to think about other ways I can do more and um, helps uh, appropriately look at the bright spots in, in what's otherwise a terrible situation, you know? Yeah, man. Well, amen to that. And thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, we will link, of course, to Double Elvis. We will link to um, BradySadler.com. Is that still live as well? Um, yeah. with your incredible book, uh, the incredible shows you're making, which people should listen to and enjoy and escape from too much uh, what's happening right now, anxiety media, uh, and enjoy those because they're incredible pieces of, of art. And um, yeah, proud to know you, man. And thanks for, thanks for your time. And I will speak to you soon. Likewise. Thanks, Toby. Cheers, man. This episode of Crisis Cast 2020 was produced by me in London and Kate Astrakhan in Michigan, with artwork by Ryan Field and sound design by Lee Turner. Crisis Cast 2020 is a production from Podcast Network Solutions, a full-service podcast production company who are ready to help you plan, record, produce, and promote your message with podcasting. To find out more and grab your copy of Podstar if you're feeling pod curious, visit us at podcastnetworksolutions.com. <laughs>